Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Estate Agents podcast and uh, my name is Andrew Overman and I'm joined as ever with uh, Luke St. Clair. Good morning Luke. Good morning Andy. And Stephen, how are you? Very well, thank you. Very well. And just before we start um, and introduce our guest today, um, I just want to thank Luke because I'm sure, Andy, you've had loads of um, people talking about um, Luke's adventure to um, Australia um, and Eric, but um, the generosity of Luke and um, for videos, um, the absolute gold he's provided. So many people have just wanted to say thank you. So publicly, um, on behalf of all our listeners, viewers, and everybody, Luke, thank you so, so much. You're an absolute no. gentleman. Um, yes, and to absolute, share so much, we're so grateful. So thank, so thank you. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's absolute, absolute, absolute pleasure. And, and also, special mention to uh, Heaney Joshi, um, for his collarbones and magnets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So absolute, absolutely amazing. Now the viewers or listeners won't be able to see, but I bought these off Amazon. Um, so they're the, you know, the plastic bits that go in your shirt, shirt collars to keep it kind of rigid. Yeah. And they yeah. normally come out in the wash. So uh, I used to have metal ones anyway, but then I didn't realize you can actually get magnets. So, so, and I always wondered how, how, like these good-looking guys get this nice crisp collar where it doesn't look like it's it, it need where it needs starching. So now I've got these magnets to go with the collarbones. Then it, I can be as good-looking as these guys that I keep on admiring. Oh, there you go. There. And, you, and you are and you are looking amazing this morning, Luke. Just don't tell Thank you. We, we won't tell Stacey. No. <laughs> Fantastic. So who have we got? Well, Luke, no stranger to uh, the part of the world that you've just departed is uh, a gentleman that's hit the estate agency scene by storm recently. Um, one of the most talked about threads on uh, Property Industry Eye, an estate agent today. Um, and uh, gentleman that's joining us today is Mr. Sam Hunter. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. So Sam Hunter of Home Search fame. fame. He's still got that Australian twang in his voice as well, hasn't he? We're definitely going to be talking about the database this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, when, when you work for a, a data business, you just when you say the word data, you get hammered day in, day out. And people <laughs> roll their eyes at you. So I've almost trained myself to, to say data just off the cuff now, um, yeah. which is to the detriment of my relationship with everybody on the other side of the world, but it's doing good things here. So. <laughs> Sam, tell us then, Home Search, what's your why? We want to change things. We want to make things better. Um, in a really roundabout way, this whole journey started. So I, I came to London four years ago. We were just talking off air. I got a job at a very uh, well-respected corporate agency here in London. I didn't know what I was doing. I knew how to talk to people, but I had no idea about London property. And on my first day, I sat down with my sales manager and I said, teach me like how do I how do I understand Maida Vale I was working in Little Venice it was a nice area it's like one of those Goldilocks zones where you've got buyers and sellers who actually want to meet each other um, and do a deal and so all I needed to do really was educate myself on what flats were worth what stock was so I can actually have confidence in the advice that I was giving um, and I said how do I do this and I was pointed to the sales drawers in our office and I said that's everything that we've sold since the office has been open that office had only been open for four years I think at the time um, and I said well what about everything else and they said don't worry about it that's all we need you know you work for 
people you work for. And I was like, okay, cool. That's a nice bit of chest beating, but I would like to know more. Um, and there was things like Lonres and there was not much else out there other than the portals. But again, only one person in every office has access to the back end to be able to see what was on there. Um, so I thought there's probably an opportunity here for somebody um, park that idea for two and a half years, end up quitting that job because I wanted a little bit more. Um, was introduced to uh, the gentleman that I work with now, Giles Elwood, uh, who has another business which does loads of property data. Um, and he said, I'm not really sure what I'm doing with all this. He calls it exhaust information. Um, and, and I said, well, that's really valuable to estate agents. I said, that's, you know, you can actually build a picture of what a property is, what it has been, what it could be. Um, and he said, do you think people would use it? And I said, well, I would. Um, and that was probably a bit of ego talking because I thought I was all right at what I did back in the day. Um, and I said, I think it's actually going to have impact. And, and this is a really long roundabout way of answering your question, Andy, but our vision is to have a positive impact on the industry. It's to stop somebody on their first day being told these are our sales drawers. It's to stop someone who might have 30 years experience and thinks they know everything um, from having to say, I don't know, to an answer to a question. Now, we probably aren't at that level today, but it's where we want to go. Um, and we're willing to cop a few blows along the way to get there. But I think so far we've gone about it the right way. And hopefully, I mean, the reaction's been overwhelmingly positive so far. There's a few naysayers out there, but I think that that's to be expected when you're doing anything that's new and might challenge um, some of the old ideals um, or maybe freak a few people out because they haven't put the uh, education and experience at the forefront of perhaps the service that they've been delivering. And now there are newer agents or older agents willing to change who are. Um, so yeah, we, our, our vision and we've got written everywhere is to have impact, um, to hopefully evolve the industry moving forward. I think information is something that's severely lacking from everybody in a property transaction. So if we can add a bit more to that, I can only see it as a good thing. I'm willing to be wrong, um, but I don't know if we will be. That so, from, so from, from my point um, of view, sorry, Luke, go yeah, on. Uh, no, um, so, so you, you're obviously working with a lot of agents. Obviously you, I know that you're fine tuning a, a fantastic product out there that you're looking to launch to the market. Um, but from talking to, obviously you're seeing agents that are doing really well. You're seeing agents that may be struggling a little bit. Um, what are you seeing as the, as the trends that they can use this, this data to help improve their, client journey customer journey but also win business because with with the podcast what we like to do is try and add value to to everyone's uh, daily work life so what, what can what can our listeners be be kind of taking from the research and the knowledge and understandings that you're getting from speaking to those agents what what are the kind of the key, maybe three kind of key takeaways that they could have uh, that could they could look at their business this morning or this week or or this month so we soft launch to a handful of agents back in January um, with a view of understanding what real life best practice looks like rather than me shoving what I think works down everyone's throats. Um, so far, I mean, we, we, we waited so long to do this sort of public launch, I guess, because we're waiting to have our reporting feature um, as it is today, which is again, not where we want it to be, but it's a decent start. Um, and if I start there, that's probably where, it's brought a lot of people back who signed up in January and February and March and used it for a week and then never came back because they're able to, I guess, highlight their expertise in a branded way and send a potential client or a uh, data-based client 
uh, something that is educational, something that's relevant to them, something that tells them something they didn't already know that's from the agent to the client. Um, so I think in terms of a lead nurture um, and then a listing tool, certainly Home Search works in both those regards. The one uh, thing that I was excited to see, um, not unexpectedly, before we had this report, was that uh, people were logging into their computers in the morning when they got in, they were opening their emails, they were opening their CRM and they were opening Home Search. Um, and we were very careful to, I guess, ask lots of questions about the behavior of the people who were logging in every day. I was concerned a little bit for the people who logged in once and never came back, but really I wanted to understand how people were actually getting value um, from what they were doing early. And I said, so I can literally see that you're opening this at like 9.07 every morning. Um, tell me what you're doing. And, and they're like, well, I want to make my like 30 prospecting calls. I want to do my hour of power. So I'm figuring out who I'm calling out of my CRM. So I've got my, I've got, you know, Repit, for example, open there. I'm typing in their address in the home search and I'm finding something to talk about. And like, I don't know if this is going to come across uh, so well on audio, but that is like, that warms my heart to hear that because that's why we built this system. It, everything in there, like data works it, it, when it is turned into information for the person at the other end of the call or the other person on the other side of the dining room table. You know, if you're just sitting there looking at a screen and our reports I think are cool, but if you're just flicking out 30 market reports every day and you're not bothering to pick up the phone, you, your business isn't going to change. Like you're going to still be, in my opinion, and sorry if I'm offending anyone who's doing this, but that's really lazy real estate. Um, we work really well when you do the work, if that makes sense. Um, so that hopefully we've easily and quickly and it looks pretty cool and it's free for a little while longer, put some information in your hands that allows you to have a deeper conversation with someone on the other end of the phone. You don't just have to ring them and say, Hey, uh, I'm in your street this week to use that old price drive letter. Uh, do you want a free market valuation? You can ring them and say the old Josh vegan script of like, did you know that one, two, three Smith three down the roads just sold it actually sold for 256,000. That was 340 pounds a square foot. You know, it was 70 pounds a square foot more than everything else in that. You know, you know, do you know the value of your property now that that's had an effect on the market? and actually open up the conversations to these people that perhaps you didn't have before. Um, we also do a, a reasonably accurate estimate of current value. People are using that to say, did you know the, the, the change in value of your property? And they're going in there and having a conversation based on the data on home search, but then actually booking the appointment and going in saying, oh, you've got a new kitchen and changes things, you know, or I didn't realize that you've got this cool unapproved granny flat out the back that you're using as a like home design studio, or whatever it is that changes things. Um, so it's, it's for me, like all information is, is a reason to pick up the telephone or a reason to drop in a report to somebody who's on the market or a reason to go door knocking. It doesn't stop any of those core activities that the three of you and I know work and you've got to be doing that work. Um, but for us, it hopefully adds a bit of deeper meaning, a bit of relevance and maybe gives you the impetus to actually pick up the phone because you can find something to talk about. Because I know it's a shit call to make when you ring up someone and you're just asking for a free valuation. Definitely, Sam. So thank you. So obviously it's really important to add value and I totally agree rather than picking up the phone saying, can I, do you know what your property is worth? Can I come and see you? I mean, you're owed. So it's all about adding value. So you talk about stuff which is per square foot, which is obviously important. Um, to what some other, people. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah, you know, obviously people want different things. So, um, what stuff, 
um, you know, you've picked on, I've seen one of your reports, you go through certain things. What do you think a consumer is actually looking for? What's important to them? It's, it's been a while since I've sat opposite somebody uh, in the position of wanting to buy or sell something, but, um, and I can only speak from my experience and sorry to start with another story, but I would walk into any listing appointment you know, it doesn't matter whether it was in this country or, or back in Brisbane, but people want the same three things from their estate agent. You know, they want honesty, they want the best price and they want the fastest sale. Um, what those three things mean to every client, that's up to the agent to delve a little bit deeper because honesty is different to everybody, even though it seems like it's a blanket term and what's a fast sale, it depends on their motivation and what's the best price. Well, that depends on their motivation and the market and how many buyers are actively looking for that piece of stock. Um, I think was, I mean, just to, just to get a bit more clarity on your question, do you want to know what a consumer wants through home search from an agent or just what, a, what, what a member of the public wants from an estate agent now? No, well, I suppose if you were just to go through two or three, three things that are on your report so people can understand yep. that as a consumer, this is what, this is what you're getting and the reason why a consumer will want it. So, you know, one of the things that I like about the report, it tells me how many houses are sold in my street, how many houses there are actually there, yeah. which, make, which makes it relevant to me and is personalized to me. So, you know, what other tips can agents be doing to make so, it personalized for consumers and buyers? So that stuff will populate automatically. But my, I mean, it's interesting that, that you said that that's one of the things that you like. We threw it in there for the simple point that it makes it a little bit more relevant to whoever's reading it than something blanket about the market or about a postcode would be. But I actually think it's not so much the statistics that matter to the seller or to the buyer when they're reading that report. It's the fact that the agent's taken the time to at least look like they've crafted something like that, that is relevant to them. Cause I think that's, that's what people want it. Yes. They want to be educated. Yes. They want to understand the market in, at least in their minds as well as their agent does. But before all that happens, they want to know that the agent is actually preparing something for them. And that's why we were very deliberate about, I mean, everything that we're trying to do with home search, particularly moving forward is so that there is always specificity. Like there is relevance to the client, there's relevance to the agent. Um, but I, and so that it's not just this generic, you know, back-end tool that everyone rolls in and throws the same printouts on a table or everyone shows the same sort of time on market reports on their iPad if they're in, in, in a listing. And I think from a public's perspective, they just want to know an agent has, has shown at least a mild amount of duty of care even before they've got the business. You know, and, and if you're nurturing a client, like if you're doing what I think is the most important job of an estate agent, which is to ring the people who aren't on the market and make sure that they're aware of everything that's going on so that they can make an informed decision like prospecting is key you can't see me putting my finger up now to everyone who's listening but that's that's your job effectively um if you can show somebody that you've you've given the information that you're sending them relevance and and particularly with the way that we've tried to do things that you've taken the time to do something that's just for them that relates to their property and their market and it's information for them it's not that you've printed or sent the same thing to 40 people that day like some agents i'm sure out there do that's what they're looking for. The information in this is great and it's tailored to them, but they, the care factor for me is actually what people want. 
Um, that might not be the answer you're looking for, and I apologise if it's not, but that's what I believe. <laughs> Thank you. Andy? So I've been um, using the home search tool. One of the things that um, uh, our listeners will uh, be abundantly aware of is um, I, I'm not a lover of the best price guide. I don't think that shows uh, any form of differentiation on an appointment. Um, what I've particularly liked, and there's a, an element of the home search tool, is the um, exploratory nature of the planning element. So um, I went to see a client just yesterday who had um, made three applications uh, for planning. Two had been unsuccessful. One had been successful. He had made reference to that on the MA uh, when he was booking. And... Uh, three agents uh, I was the last agent in and the two agents prior to me had no clue about the planning it had been um, I assume he had the same conversation with their staff as he'd had with mine um, and I, I was able to go in and say look so, so you've had two planning applications knocked back the one that's been successful show me the drawings um, yeah, I'm, I'm really keen to understand a little bit about why they knocked back the two that they did and approved the last one so um, from somebody that's using it at the moment, I think it's got um, a, a number of different uh, ways and, and, and tips, and perhaps I'll, I'll come cover a couple of those later. But the, the planning element, I find, is something like we've never seen before and, and had access to. That was a real challenge for us, and, and still is. I mean, we've we've got users that are all over the country, and and I'm. You know, I was cheering when you were telling that story because it's really nice when everything lines up the way that it should and it probably doesn't happen as often as it should. Um, you know, there are planning changes every single day and we, make, we need to make sure that we are on top of it. Um, that's a resource issue from our end and not what your listeners want me to go into now. But um, the idea, I mean, home search is about, it, you know, we've had it described as like a, a search engine for property is like Google for property is a property MOT. And, we just see it as a resource. You know, it's, it's, it's used to, when I was in primary school, I used to plug in my Encarta 97 and put that into my computer and I'd go and look at everything, you know, before the internet was a thing. And then um, suddenly Wikipedia became a thing, but you couldn't use it in any high school assignment or any referencing. You know, we, we want to be a resource like that where people, where agents will be going on evaluation, but not even when they're going, when they're making a phone call, when they want to understand their market more, we'll go to home search and use it as a reference to improve the experience that they're providing to whoever it is that's on the other side of their conversation. Um, and again, Andy, thank you for sharing that story because that's how it should be used, you know? Um, and clearly the, the, the other agents who didn't go in there mustn't have got the property industry I memo last week, which is a good thing for you. <laughs> So, uh, Luke, we were talking off air, and obviously you're keen. Uh, I know you've uh, you've been away in Oz. Um, you're keen mm. uh, for a few uh, tips on how your team can use the um, the home search tools. So, um, as I said, I've been using it three weeks. I was one of those ignorant people that got the invite in January and February, and um, alongside the ten or fifteen other prop tech invites we get on a weekly basis, I um, I binned it off, and then I saw a long thread. Um, I think on Perry Powers post um, a couple of weeks back and, and uh, saw some quite influential people having a discussion about it um, and thought, shit, I need to jump on board. Um, and in the last two weeks, I'd say three tips. One is the preparatory element of it. It's like the best price guide on steroids. Um, two, um, what about all the low hanging fruit, the 12 weeks on market that 
you know, you, you, you're having that call on um, a weekly or bi-weekly basis. Um, I tried it last week, first week I started using it, so two weeks ago. Um, I picked up the call, um, general chat. Obviously, they're probably having six or seven phone calls like that with an agent. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Um, I'm sure your, your, your current agent's uh, keeping you informed of what's happening in the market. I'm just going to send this report out to you. Um, let me know what you think. Uh, I'll give you a call in a couple of days to discuss it. And we've tailored the pricing within the report. We've, we've tailored the report specifically to that. Um, and we've had some really good feedback. Um, it's been a conversation starter. I think it's a, a you know, it's a, it's a listening tool generator. And I think one of the things that Sam, we've spoken a lot on WhatsApp and, and, and off air um, about the product and um, it's not a substitute for, for, for a telephone call, is it? It's um, complimented. It's a, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It has to. It, it, I mean, I, there was a, in that thread on, on Facebook and, I, and if Per is listening to this, I'm, I, I'm forever grateful. I don't know how I could ever repay for the support that he's shown us. So just publicly, thank you. Um, but there was a guy in there who said, I, I'm literally just, I can do real estate in my pants now. You know, he said, I can just send out this, you know, and, I, and I'll, I'll never have to worry about anything again. And I was very swift to give it a like, cause I thought it was funny. Um, but also just say to him, it was just like this, this, don't think that this can let you get out of work. If anything, sorry, we've just freed up more time for you to do more of that pound productive stuff. And so if people are using home search and they think that it's going to save their business on technology or data alone, then, you know, they probably won't be the people I'll be ringing to, to, for more feedback because I don't know how long they're going to be around. You know, it, it's there to make you work better, you know, hopefully smarter maybe a little harder if you really want to give it a good nudge. Um, but it should free up your time. You know, one, one of the best conversations I've ever had about this whole product was when, uh, man, you were playing PSG in the Champions League in February or whatever it was. And a guy sent me a text and he's like, I've just prepared for my five MAs tomorrow watching the football. You know? Um, unfortunately, United won that game. So I was, the, the banter, he got the victory on that one. But uh, that's cool to hear, right? You know, that's 90 minutes. He's preparing what he deemed sufficient preparation going into five appointments the next day. And, and that wasn't possible before, you know, it's fucking cool. <laughs> Sorry for my language. <laughs> <laughs> so where's it going? Where's it going next? Oh, that is a really good question. Um, we need to understand what it's worth. Um, we, we've tried to be really logical throughout this whole process. So I met Giles 18 months ago. Um, we sat down and we had a really good chat about what it could be. Um, literally decided on the name then and there. Um, we thought we could do it in six months. Uh, that was pretty funny looking back on that now because it took us a year just to get the data to a point where we weren't embarrassed about putting it out there. Um, launched it to the to sort of core group of, I guess, really early alpha users in January and said, use it, prove our concept, let us know what's missing. Um, you know, feedback on what else you need. Um, then the next logical step, once we had this reporting feature out there, because what everybody wanted um, was to, to make a bit of noise about it. We've now done that. The next step is to understand what it's worth. So of the people who've been using it for five months and the people who have come into it now, um, hopefully we'll add a few new features along the way. We just need to understand what's fair. And we've got no idea. I've literally wasted so much of my time and energy trying to just pick a price out of thin air and it, it didn't it wasn't going anywhere for starters and it just didn't seem the right thing to do 
um, we, have, we, we get advice from some very intelligent people who've been in business a very long time and they called us idiots <laughs> and they said, they said people don't value what's, what they don't have to pay for um, and I challenged them on that um, with a bit of modern business now and I just said, do people pay for LinkedIn? You know, it's a big company. It's got a lot okay. of... Listen, I promised you a grilling, Sam. Um, <laughs> cool, so, so um, obviously there was a, there was a lot of positive, but there was also a little bit of negative um, in terms of uh, you're just sucking people in, giving it free, and then you're going to hit them with. Uh, so, 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 explain um, to our users how how much longer can they get it for free? When you're going to set your pricing structure, and are you really sucking people in? Um, selfishly, I hope that we are. I mean, I want to build something that people <laughs> want to use. I mean, yeah. You'll only ever get the honest answer from me and, and I won't pull any punches. Yeah, I, I want to build something that people go, fuck, this is cool. I want to use this every day. Um, it's free until the 31st of December this year. We're going to set a price on the 31st of August as of the 6th, 7th, 8th of July, which is a Monday, I think, in my head. Um, I'm going to be calling around people who are using the system actively and people who've signed up once and never come back. And I'm going to say to them, what's it worth to you? And I'm going to listen. You know, that, that gives me eight weeks to understand what people view our product is that's fair to them. And, and, you know, like economies of scale, the more people that use it, the cheaper it can get. So we've had people ring me up and say, I don't want anyone in my town using this. What do I have to pay? You know? And I've that, that's that's the next thing I wanted to tackle because there yeah. has been, um, and I'm conscious that time's slipping away, but there, there has been um, some criticism that you're not going to offer it on an exclusivity basis. It's going to be um, f for everybody's resource in the town. So what, what, why, why would I sign up for it when Lawson's my independent competitor, lovely firm, hi to Ben and the team at Lawson's, down the road are going to have equal access to it? Because you decide not to, I guess, is, is my answer to that question. We, we, I've, I've had people say that, and again, commercially, it doesn't make sense for us to not open up to everybody. Maybe, maybe not. It depends on where the price ends up being. Look, if 90% of the feedback is, I don't want anyone in my town to have this and I'll pay the money to lock everyone else out, then it's something we're going to have to listen to. But that shifts us away from our vision. Like we want to have a positive impact on this industry. We want to put information in people's hands. We want people to be better estate agents. And I think, you know, when I was selling houses, my goal was to always improve the experience to my buyers and sellers. And then I moved into doing a little bit of training with some people. And I thought, right, this is now I can impart what little knowledge that I have on a one to many. And, and now that's turned into actually, we can build something that puts information in people's hands so they can do that on a huge scale to limit that to X number of percent of the market doesn't align with what, why we started this. Now, again, we're not pig headed enough to think, actually we're just going to do what we want you know if everyone says to us i want to pay exclusivity then we will consider it but it's certainly not what we're considering now um and so I, I, over, uh, over in australia you have um access to all of that data i think luke you you were uh, privy to it when you went over there um so so your philosophy is very much the australian one look it's a reason for a phone call yeah um it's a reason for a dialogue and it's it's up to the end user how they use it because i guess there must be lazy agents in Oz, like there are lazy agents here. Yeah. Um, they have access to the same tool over there, presumably. They do. Um, it, it, the impetus is on the agent, I guess. Yeah, like when I moved here, I was surprised 
at the differences between agency at its core. And maybe that's a conversation for another time because that's the stuff I really like talking about. Um, but yeah, I mean, technology, like you said, it's, it's, it's not there to save your business. It's not there to completely overhaul your business. So, you know, we are in a people game. You've got to make the people better and, and technology is a way of making people better. But if they don't pick up the phone, you know, if they're not doing those core things day in, day out, which is what they need to do for their business, it doesn't matter what tools they have, you know. Absolutely. Prospect, list, sell. Yeah, shit, shit. Prospect, list, sell. Sam, thanks for your time. Um, for those agents that haven't yet uh, trialed uh, Home Search, it's www.homesearch.co.uk. Enter your agent login. Um, and... Um, yeah, give Sam the feedback. Um, Sam, you've been very good on WhatsApp. Um, Thank you. I'm grateful for your feedback as well. Um, it, yeah, we probably don't action stuff uh, to the minute that we should do. Um, but again, we're a small growing team. You know, that, that will come in time. No, you know, yeah, I think uh, agent profile pictures on there, as I've said to you, that's, uh, that's a big, if we could incorporate video. But um, look, from... Um, for, for giant oaks, oaks grow from small acorns. For those that do want to reach out to Sam, and I know he's a guy that loves his database and his phone is his database. It his is. number is 07482 Reach out and he'll answer any questions, I'm sure. But for now, thanks, Sam. You've been an awesome guest. Agents, try that home search um, tool. Let him know what you think. And uh, from me, Stephen and Luke, it's goodbye. Bye. Have a great thanks, day. Thanks, guys. Cheers, Sam.